The views and opinions expressed in the following podcast episode are only reflective of the two co-hosts, Nick Asante and Lauren Payne. These views and opinions are not reflective of any external or professional groups which the two co-hosts may be affiliated with. Alright guys, welcome back to another episode of the Introspective Podcast. I'm Nick Asante. And I'm Lauren Payne. And so, Lauren, what's the topic for today's episode? The topic for today is veganism. Veganism, why that? That's that's an odd topic. So basically, me and Nick always have conversations like these, and we like to pick topics that are like extremely multifaceted and that so many things are like intertwined with them. And I personally think veganism is one of those things. Yeah, this is true. So Lauren, like what are your general opinions on like veganism and like the idea of being vegan? Okay. So I'm going to start off by saying I think veganism is not accessible to everyone. That's I definitely think, true. Yeah, so many people are preaching go vegan, like plant-based, all these different things. But I feel like some people fail to realize that it's just not accessible. I think veganism, yeah, I agree. Veganism is like not an accessible lifestyle. And I feel like there's a lot of pressure from vegans for everyone else to go vegan but i think that like undermines how hard it is to actually go vegan and like sustain a vegan lifestyle no i definitely agree i mean also i feel like that has to do with kind of veganism becoming becoming this trendy type thing it's like a social political movement type thing yeah and like a lot of people just can't afford the types of foods that you need to become vegan and lots of people who are underpaid and just don't have the resources, they just can't afford that. They can't afford all these alternative things. And the only thing they really have access to is fast foods. And the cheapest foods aren't really the healthiest for them. Yeah, and I think back with the whole idea of like the veganism, like social movement, I feel like there's a lot of like pushback or like hate from not from vegans towards non-vegans for not being vegan. Like I feel like a lot of vegan people try to paint meat eaters as like this like like devilish like sinning terrible human beings and i feel like that's a very like false narrative and if anything it just turns people off of veganism even more i feel like a lot of people don't like the idea of veganism because vegans are so like it's vegan or nothing it's vegan or you're trash (laughs) no i definitely i definitely noticed that i watch i forgot the name of the youtube channel but they had this like kind of game type thing where they had six vegans and one non-vegan Oh, is it Jubilee? Yeah, you had to weed out who um, the non-vegan was. And this one girl got so much hate because she was like, you eat candy? Like, you're not vegan. I saw saw that video, yeah. You wear leather? Yeah, you're not vegan. And it was the craziest thing because she was going after people. And I think that's a really big stereotype about how vegans are. No, literally, when I... When I think vegan, I think, like, people who, like, hate on you for, like, yeah, wearing leather or, like, anything that's, like, not remotely vegan. And, like, I think vegans have, like, a toxic, like, air around them. Like, that's the way they're viewed as, like, Like, all toxic. vegans? Are you saying like, they're viewed as that? I feel like, like, I don't even, I mean, I know a couple of vegans and, like, they're really not toxic in real life. But even so, like, when they mention they're vegan, it's such, like, a, uh, like a, like a turn-off type thing. Like, oh. Uh. I mean... I per- like I've been pescatarian before. Okay. And now <laughs> and that was just I don't even know why I went pescatarian. I think it's just cuz I wanted like to change up my diet. Okay. But I mean, I've always thought about going vegan, but at the same time, that seems like tons of work. 
yeah, I think veganism is like like I, like we've mentioned, it's like not sustainable for a lot of people, and like I don't it's just, I don't know, I just don't see the appeal in going vegan. I also think this might be a little controversial. Me and my brother talked about this, how veganism is kind of whitewashed. Like, okay. do you agree with that? What What do you mean? It's whitewashed. Like, let me see how to word this. Like how you said it's become like this social political thing and kind of a yeah. trendy thing. It's kind of been taken over. I feel by, I don't know. I don't know how to word this correctly. No, I think I get what you're saying. Because, like, when I think vegan, I think, like, people living in, like, L.A. And, like, a certain demographic of people are, like, the ones who, like, are, like, promoting a vegan lifestyle. Wait, say that again? When I think vegan, I think, like, people living in, like, L.A. And, like, a certain demographic of people. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely agree. I think that's what I meant. Like, yeah, that's what I meant. Certain demographic. That's how I see, like, people who are vegan as, like, this kind of one type of thing. Which definitely isn't the same for everyone yeah but i don't know i I just i think it's marketed towards one group of people if that makes sense i feel like though that goes into a lot of like and back to our like our previous episode about like systemic racism and like all that stuff i think this goes back directly into that because like like you mentioned earlier veganism is not accessible to everyone and like 20 million americans are living in like food deserts where the only thing available to them is like non-organic fast food type like fatty foods and Mm -hmm. a majority of those people living in those areas tend to be people of color primarily african americans and so they're not going to have that access to like you know organic foods that allow them to sustain that vegan lifestyle and so like yeah so like they're not the face of like the vegan movement because they they don't have access to that no i'm glad you brought that up because definitely when we look at predominantly black and brown areas the food that's surrounding them are fast food chains like corner stores very cheap not really healthy items that are pushed to these communities that a lot of kids don't even really know what other healthy food options are yeah. Which is a big thing, especially like in these public school systems that are in black and brown areas, like the type of food that they're given. Junk food type stuff. Yeah, yeah junk food, like vending machines, all that different types of stuff. So I doubt that they even know what veganism is and healthier food and options. I, I remember like, so during my smob campaign, even in Montgomery County, you see kind of, you just kind of see this, but in like some parts of the county, I would go there and I would like be talking to people about like their favorite food and stuff that like they'd love to see on the school lunch menu. And people would like, people in parts of, in certain parts of the county would bring up like pliable type foods, like fruit salads, stuff like that, fruit cups. And then in other parts you'd be, you'd go and they'd be like, oh, I want like McDonald's, Popeye's. And it's like a very stark difference in like access to healthy food and healthy um like nutritious food and it's like you see that in our county even Mm. though like our county is like you know yeah no definitely in sixth grade i went to a predominantly black and brown school and basically in our lunch rooms we had like french fries slushy machines cookies brownies all the different subs i never saw salad Mm -hmm. i never saw any type of like i definitely was fruit but no one was grabbing fruit no one was grabbing any of that type of stuff so i think that's pretty interesting yeah, like, I also, I remember in my um, environmental science classes, we were learning about, like, veganism and, like, climate change, but, like, um, and, like, we learned about how the food industry is, like, subsidized by the government and how, like, fast food, although it's really not, like, cheaper to produce, because, like, if it 
because even though it's not cheaper to produce um fast food industries get like more government subsidies so it's cheaper to like sell which means it's like easier for for people to buy so if you think about it like the fast food industry and like organic foods and stuff is like all built on this system where it's like people lower income families buy fast food and then you get like addicted to the taste and then that's all you that's all you want to eat and that's all you have access to and it's like it's kind of a very sad twisted thing if you think about like the food industry and how that works no definitely and yeah it's really i think it's terrible how certain foods and certain stuff like that are targeted towards lower income communities yeah. And those lower income communities just happen to be black and brown communities. And, and I it's think, like, yeah, I think yeah. when you talk about the conversation of like healthy eating and like going vegan or whatever, like eating organic foods, you have to think about that as well. Who has access to those foods? And especially yeah. like, why are like organic foods and healthier options so expensive? Like, of, can like, you explain that? Yeah, so this goes back to the whole, like, subsidizing thing, like, like, I'm pretty sure, like, they're not, they're not really more expensive to produce, because, like, if you think about it, you're just growing foods, washing them, and, like, transporting them and all that stuff, right? Whereas, like, with, like, fast food, you have to, like, you know, get your, like, meats from the cows, and, like, your dairy from the cows and then like you know you have to get all of that stuff and you have to transport it to like a factory where it's all like produced and stuff whereas like with like organic food it's just, like being grown and like cleaned and like packaged and sent off but the reason why fast food and stuff like that costs more money is because of like people who have lobbied for the government to subsidize these costs for companies and stuff so companies are able to make uh are able to produce these foods without losing money and they're able to sell them for a cheap cost whereas like organic or companies that produce organic things don't have those same government that same government support so it costs more for them to produce these items which means they have to sell it for more so really it's because of the fact that these fast food companies have more money and have more political power they're able to get more resources from the government to keep the cost of their food down which means more people are likely to buy them which means they have even more money which means they have even more political power and it's like an ongoing cycle that's insane yeah it's like really twisted if you think about it no that's insane i mean yeah that's actually that's crazy like and i always knew that like government obviously subsidized these fast food chains and they have so much money but at the yeah. same time they're still marketing it towards the same people yeah and the same groups of people especially who- because like when you look at like urban populations where it's like primarily where it um black and brown citizens a lot of them are like have less time or like are can cannot afford the luxury of like being as concerned about like where their food is coming from and like doing all the research into like what's in their food because of on they honestly have a lot more important things to worry about whereas in like other places like we see more suburban areas like knowing what's in your food reading the ingredients list and all that stuff is like a very big thing and it's like because people have like the time and they have the luxury to pick um certain foods over others so it's like you see this is all built on like you know historical systemic oppression and racism and it's like it always goes back to that no definitely yeah i totally agree i remember in a like in ap enviro we watched this i forgot the name of the documentary but it showed this one family in er, living in an urban city it was Mm -hmm. either new york or new york or chicago but it was a working class family a hispanic working class family and basically they couldn't afford to cook every night yeah. And because they had other things like bills and medi- like medication, they had to pay for medication. So it was a lot cheaper for them to go to places like McDonald's 
and Wendy's can buy food like that for dinner every night rather than going to the grocery store yeah and buying healthier food options and it's a very real reality for a lot of working class families where they have to make these choices whether they should buy healthy foods that are better for them and their families or pay for things like medication yeah like that's a very real reality and like i feel like there's so many like like going back to the whole like vegans being like a certain demographic there's so many like influencers like on social media and stuff who who will be like oh you want like a a nice body or like you want to be fit and whatever just go vegan just meal prep without realizing the fact that like being able to meal prep and like cook your food every night and all that stuff is really a luxury and like being able to like consistently afford all of these organic foods and like all that stuff is a luxury and a good chunk of um america and a good chunk of people around the world don't have that luxury so it's like a very close close-minded like view on you know people's lifestyles because like I feel like a lot of this goes back to like vegans being judgmental as well but I feel like a lot of vegans will judge people for not being vegan and be like what about the animals you don't care about the animals but like not consider the like you know the logistics of being vegan and the fact that not everyone is able to uh, obtain like that lifestyle because they don't have those resources available to them no yeah that's why I brought up I guess the comment about being whitewashed is because the way I was exposed to veganism was through social media yeah, through different same. YouTubers and people on Instagram who were telling me like, oh, how did I change my lifestyle? How did I get fit from becoming vegan, like only drinking water, meal prepping? I'm telling, who has time to meal prep? <laughs> like actually, like true. who actually has time to sit like down one night and like prep out all your meals for the week? Who does that? Especially if you're, like, working two jobs and then you have to, like, take care of your kids and, like, you have to, like, you know, go to... It's, yeah, exactly. Meal prepping is, like... Like, I recognize that, obviously, I'm privileged and I definitely have different resources, but I don't know You definitely have the time to meal prep. I don't have the time to meal prep, Nick. I tell you, like, during (laughs) school, junior year, I had no time to meal prep anything. I would get home, because, let's say, like, fall season, I had field hockey. I would get home around probably seven something then i would have to eat dinner and have to do homework and then take a shower and then i'm just exhausted so you want me to meal prep <laughs> like no i can't meal prep thanks for the insight on your daily schedule yeah that was just but no, daily I, schedule. I, I agree it's definitely like you only see a certain type of person for the most part that's able to go vegan and i don't know it's very it's like all tied into like it's all very systematic and i think i personally think it's kind of done purposefully and because i think it's like once again it's like it's done in a way to like continue it's another form of oppression in my eyes the fact that we see like we see so many african americans and stuff with like diabetes and like all these health conditions and all these health issues and like people are just like oh well they're black they're most likely gonna have like diabetes or something but when you look at where that's coming from it's because of like the food that they're that's exposed to them and the food that's available to them and it's like, you know, it's it, it all ties in together so well. And it's such a problem. No, definitely. I think that has to do with another factor of this, like, environmental racism. I mm-hmm. want all the listeners to go on YouTube and type in environmental racism. There's so many. I did this the other day, and there's so many different videos describing it. But food and access to food is just another subtopic under this whole umbrella of different environmental factors that like 
affects and oppresses black and brown communities because like you said access to food where different food is targeted and just so many different factors that goes into like what these people have access to and what they can afford like like nick said it's all systematic and on the point of the environment too i know another reason why well let's get into like why these people with like who people who are vegan decide to be vegan and like the their mentality being like oh it's helping the environment and like what about the animals and like all that stuff what are your thoughts on that like their motivations yeah motivations to be vegan i mean if i'm gonna be completely honest i don't think so if i'm looking at it from a standpoint of like different influencers or who i've seen who kind of preach being vegan i don't think their motivation is let's help the animals let's help the environment you know it's very like self yeah it's driven self-driven and like how to look better how to do better for your body which i mean that's definitely, definitely valid though yeah there's val that's valid and there's definitely benefits to becoming vegan but i feel like some of them don't really look into the environmental aspects of becoming vegan mm-hmm. and like definitely like obviously i mean i don't know definitely veganism is probably good for the planet but there's so many things that are good for the planet that could benefit like people other than being vegan which so yeah that's just yeah i think i think with like the idea that like veganism is like if you don't if we don't all go veganism we can't end climate change i think that's a very far-fetched like idea and I think I, a lot of that stems from the fact that people are like, if you look at the cow industry, it's like one of the leading provider or it's one of the leading causes of climate change because like um, housing the cows and like also all the materials that needed to like raise cows. And then once you like get the meat, you have to like transport that. And then it takes like ga- like gallons of water to like, I think it's like 50 gallons of water produces one pound of beef. So it's like a waste of water to like produce the beef and all that stuff. But like, if you look at the, a lot of that, like the cow industry, a lot of the problems from that that also relate to climate change come from like more like industrial companies that are like trying to mass produce food and like mm-hmm. mass produce um like beef and stuff but if you look if you look at like more like organic farms and stuff like what they're doing is better for the environment so if we were like able to create a system where like these like factory based um food production companies were like you know less factory based and like more organic then i think like that would be sufficient enough to help stop climate change I definitely agree, but also, like, we look at livestock, cows produce a tremendous amount of methane gas. (laughs) Yeah. That is actually crazy that I didn't even know. I mean, if you think about it, though, like, they're they're constantly out there farting, and there's, like, billions of them. And, like, they're all constantly doing that on a daily basis. And also, like, different, like, companies, great, like, cutting down trees and, like, plowing land just to make room for the cows yeah and just grazing in general yeah all of that is a whole nother factor so maybe but it's also, just like we I get rid of the how... cow industry yeah we get rid of the cow industry but like cows are still there i mean yeah they're still i don't know like we eventually like phase them out of like captivity and put them i i, I like in my head i cows just don't exist in the wild they just exist on farms exactly but farms aren't even really a thing anymore Farms are definitely a thing. We just don't see them. Where are their farms? All I know is that the government buys up land out west. Totally, like, we live on it like, down. We live on the east coast in, like, suburban post, like suburban D.C., like, that area. But, like, if you go out to, like, the Midwest and stuff, like, 
all those places over there, the, like, the states that I don't remember, they're all, like, farmland and stuff, like... Okay, but there's a very small number of, like, family-owned farms that are actually producing, like, milk, dairy products... I mean... And like stuff yeah, like a lot that. of them aren't like family owned, but there are like lots of like a lot of these like lands and like plots and stuff are owned by like larger food companies, and, yeah, and they the have government. people who like and the government, and they they have people who like work those farms, but they're like they're there, they're just like not farms in the traditional like oh my like my my family owns a farm and we like we grow stuff and then we take it to the market and we sell it. No, these are like industrial type farms. Yeah. In but like I don't the really see those. As, I don't really see those as farms. I guess those are, like, outdoor factories, but, like, those are basically like plant like factories. factories. Yeah, those yeah. are basically factories, like, mass-producing, dairy products, meat, all that different stuff. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, America's built on, like, being agrarian, and I guess we've, like, we've industrialized that. Yeah, we definitely industrialized, like, the farming industry as a whole. Yeah. Where, like, single-family farmers aren't really a thing anymore. I remember I was, uh, we watched this documentary in um, environmental science class, and we, it was, like... I don't remember the company, but this company had, like, a certain type of, like, fertilizer or whatever that, like, helped grow its its seed. And, like, it helped grow its plants or whatever. And then, like, um, it, like... So, like, the it de- they, like, developed this type of plant or whatever that, like, grew really well. But in order for it to, like, grow well or whatever, you also needed the fertilizer. And, like, you also needed their seed or whatever. And so then, like... Other farmers around the area or whatever had to buy their seed and had to buy that plant or else, like, they wouldn't be able to, like, compete with the company and stuff. But if they tried to, like, if they tried to, like, not use the plant and, like, not use the the fertilizer thing, it would be, like, bad for them. I have no idea if that, like, explanation made any sense. But it was basically, like, overall, it was basically just, like, this company that controlled local farms through the, like, um genetically modifying uh plants and fertilizers and stuff and like they would sue these small farms if they like didn't sign a contract with the company but they still used their stuff so like if you wanted to use their like specific seed that grew really well you had to sign a contract with them and like hand over sums of money or else if you didn't then they like could sue you but if you didn't you wouldn't be able to grow any like actual like crop because like they made like the best type of seed but if you like even if you did grow the crop you'd still be giving them your money but then if you didn't grow the crop you wouldn't be making any money in the first place and it, and if they find out you were using the crop without like giving them the money they would sue you for your for the money that you don't have in the first place so i hope that all, I, I hope that eventually made sense but it's like Wait, okay expand on that a little bit so there's one major company was going one to major smaller, company was going to smaller so, farms i'll break it down again okay so yeah one major company, right? Like a big farming, okay. like food industry company. So they've created, they've genetically modified a uh, a seed, right? Let's say it's like a corn seed. They've okay. genetically modified a uh, modified a corn seed, and it's like it, it grows really fast. It's able to grow um, like in a specific season, but like it grows really fast and it's like very plentiful and stuff. But like they're the only ones who've like genetically like who've created the seed. And they have a patent on it, so they're the only ones who are allowed to, like, distribute it. However, if you want to use the seed, then you have to, like, sign a contract with the company. And in this contract, you also have to, like, provide, give the company some of the money you're making off of growing the seed. 
But if you, and it's like the seed is like the, like the best seed. So it like grows the most amount of food. But if you don't use, if you don't use a seed, you're not going to make any money. But if, uh, so like you have to use the seed or else you're not going to make any money. But if you are making money off the seed, you have to give it to the company anyways. And if you, the company finds out you're illegally like using their seed without like signing the contract, then they're going to sue you for the money that you don't have. And it's like, it's a whole thing. And like, yeah. Okay. No, I got that. And that's. Okay. Wait, do you know what documentary that's from? Uh, I don't know. I can I can find out and I'll go like back to you. No, definitely, because I need to watch that. Because I've never heard of that. Yeah. That's ridiculous. But I think I want to pose like, kind of like changing gears just a little bit. So like mm-hmm. we've talked a little bit about kind of like this mainstream veganism, but there's definitely people out there that are vegan f- solely for the environment and to help animals, and because they believe that animals have rights okay and the animals yeah do you believe that and do animals have rights do i, I mean I, I, obviously i like i love animals but i feel like the idea that we shouldn't be eating animals is like because they have like quote-unquote rights i i don't understand that expand on that a little bit i think okay so like I feel like the idea that, like, oh, eating animals is bad. It's, like, a terrible thing. You're inhumane if you don't eat animals. Very, like, undermines culture a lot and, like, goes back to this whole, like... Because, like, in so many religions and so many non-Western religions, like, animals... Eating animals is a very big part of, like, cer- ceremonial things and it's a very big part of their culture. And so I think to, like, label people who don't eat animals as, like, inhumane because animals have rights and stuff, that's, like, very much, like ignorant of other people's cultures and of uh, of other um beliefs and stuff like that okay i can see that i mean if i was if i were to go vegan i personally i don't think i would be going vegan to like save the animals same yeah. for me it would be more of like a health thing more of a lifestyle thing but i wouldn't go out of my way and say that a cow per se animals are like has its own individual rights yeah because like i mean it's just like it's a circle of life that's just like the natural order of things for us to eat animals (laughs) i think that's just how it is i know so many people are gonna get mad at us for saying that oh but it's like it's i think it's the truth and also like so many animals like so many farm animals are bred solely for the sake of eating you know what i mean so it's like not like mm-hmm. it's not like we're like going out into the wild and like capturing wild animals that are like minding their own business and stuff. Like like farming industries are breeding animals so that they can like kill them and sell them off for meat and like for for food and stuff. And I think like I don't know, animals are bred for meat and like No, yeah, and also like while I was pescatarian, I had other friends who are pescatarian and they would say, "Yeah, I'm a pescatarian, so I only eat fish, like no real meat, quote unquote real meat." And then I was like okay well if you're gonna say that then like what makes a fish yeah any more better than like a cow or a pig exactly but also having said all of that i'm gonna circle back to the cow industry okay we treat cows terribly we do treat cows terribly like honestly if i could i would okay i'm looking contradicting myself a little bit guys but just bear with me we treat cows terribly though at the end of the day like the way we like the way it does affect the environment as a whole and just the way we like like handle cattle is terrible this is true yeah 
like have but you like, ever seen those videos about like cow farms and how yeah. they impregnate the cows so that they give birth and like you yeah. get the milk from them we i mean it's not just cows too it's like all farm animals but like, like yeah like farm animals poorly. but like cows specifically but cows are like one of the leading causes of global climate change so it's like okay we also for, for ruining our earth <laughs> that was a joke that was a joke i'm kidding uh, don't okay. i don't want to get canceled yeah. <laughs> okay but no yeah so i might be kind of like contradicting myself like i said but if, no we definitely treat was, cows poorly yeah and, like, that was, makes me feel sad yeah if i was going to not eat any one type of meat it would definitely be cows i don't eat cow now except well i had a burger yesterday but like what i don't know like i actively avoid trying to eat cow whenever i can because of like a climate change and like the environment and stuff and also be like you said like cows are like treated so poorly and like uh and in like farming spaces and these aren't like the traditional farms that we're talking about either like the family-owned farms these go back to like those factory farms owned by like these like large companies like they don't care about animals they're just like trying to get as much meat produced as possible and so they as long as like as long as the cows are you know producing meat that's that's fine for that's them. the main goal for them and also like even with like with like chickens and stuff i saw this other documentary and it was like the the there were so many chickens in like a small pen and stuff and like they they weren't able to walk because they were fattened so they had to like roll everywhere and like it was like such a sad sight because they like you like they made them fatter than they're supposed to be so that they can get as much meat as possible and like they've like put all these chickens into one space to reduce the amount of space that they need and like maximize efficiency and like it was just it was such a sad sight like we treat animals like farm industrial farms treat animals so poorly so i mean when you think about that when so when like someone tells me oh they're gonna go vegan so someone tells you nick they're gonna go vegan because of industrialized farming what do you say start eating food from organic farms okay yeah if you're if you're able to afford going vegan i think you can afford buying meat from organic farms that is true yeah that is definitely true i mean you can go go ahead i was gonna say but also we need to just like push legislators to do a better job of regulating the food industry and regulating the meat industry and like ensuring that like these big companies aren't taking advantage of small farmers they're not taking advantage of like animals and like you know oh definitely i think a running theme in a lot of this episode is going to be like the influence of major corporations yeah. And how all this money circulated within these corporations and how many aspects of society that they control. Which is, like, wild. Because I think both of us... Like, I want to go into business and you want to go into politics. So it's, mm-hmm. like, wild that we're, like, tearing apart these two industries. But, like, that's also what we want to pr- pursue. No, yeah, definitely. But I think, like, when we, like, film these, like, we record these episodes, we always, like, go into topics like this because yeah. corporations have so much power. They and, do, like, yeah. Like Nick was saying early in the episode, these major corporations are like subsidized by the government and they influence the food industry so heavily. Mm-hmm. And, like we both took in like environmental science class and I was not expecting to learn about the government's involvement in the food Same. industry and just major yeah. corporations involvement in the food industry as well. And it's so vast and it's so crazy how people like people are so money hungry and that they only care about making a dollar that they're gonna push unhealthy like disgusting food options 
on certain groups of people who can only afford that. And it's like, I think it's a product of the American capitalist system and like the fact that money is so intertwined into politics because like the people in the positions to stop these companies from taking advantage of these people are also the same people being paid off by these um, companies to not do anything. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's terrible. It's no, definitely, I definitely like, agree. And it's something that like continues to... Uh, continues to like get worse and it's a problem that continues to happen and like it's why america like everyone's like oh america is like so obese or whatever like a good chunk of the american population is obese but if you think about it like that's in a way kind of like on purpose like these companies are doing that on purpose and like they're trying to you know make as much money as they can without like because like i feel like if you go to like the ceo of mcdonald's house you're not you're never gonna see him eating mcdonald's like you'll only see him like uh, being catered by like a professional chef who like makes organic food True. like i doubt the ceo of mcdonald's ever eats mcdonald's and i think that says something no that's so true but honestly like when people say america is so obese like think about why many yeah. americans are so obese because they can't afford healthier options they can't yeah and like you talked about earlier, food deserts. This is like around the globe, but also we have places in America where people just don't have access to food. Exactly. And not even health, like healthy food at that is crazy. Like, especially like, in these communities where they are loaded with McDonald's, Wendy's, Chick Fil A's, all these different like fast food products. Like they're in those communities for a reason. Yeah, the like the placement of these like restaurants and stuff is on purpose. Like it's very these purposeful. fast food industries target certain locations because of um, socioeconomic statuses and like racial demographics and stuff. It's all on purpose. Yeah, everything's on purpose. But I and guess as like, we're coming to a close, I know Nick's answer, but I'm gonna ask anyway. Would you ever I, become vegan? I personally, I don't. Th- okay, actually, so. If, for the longest time, like, during 8th grade or whatever, when, like, everyone in, like on YouTube and stuff was going vegan, I was like, dang, I, I, I should go vegan and whatever. But then, like, over time, like, years later, I've, like, realized that, like, veganism is, like, I just don't think veganism is the answer for a lot of the problems that veganism is, like, trying to solve. And, like, I don't think it's, like, something that's, like, sustainable for a lot of people. So, like, personally, I don't think I would, like, ever go fully vegan. Like, maybe I'd cut out, like a good chunk of the meat in my diet and like try to switch to like dairy alternatives like well i'm allergic to almonds so like to oats and stuff but like i don't think i would go fully vegan so like yeah long answer short i I, no no i mean i feel like i could go vegan definitely i mean i've been thinking about going vegan honestly (laughs) but not necessarily for like environmental reasons more like lifestyle reasons but down the road, definitely, like, as we get older, I would love to, like, play a part in, like, kind of debunking these things and, like, playing a part in, like, making healthy food cheaper yeah. and kind of contributing to, like, the conversation about people having access to food. But that's, because, like, a... Go ahead. Yeah, I just think that's a that's a big part of the conversation. Like, if you're going to go vegan and you're if you're, like, a big-time vegan, I expect you to be advocating for that. Exactly. Which is why I don't. This is what I don't see. People. I feel like a lot that. of vegans don't know about like the food industry in America. Maybe they don't know, but also like they don't think about it too much. This goes back to like the whole idea of like 
how veganism is like a whitewashed like it's like part of a caucasian culture and it goes back to like the idea of systemic racism where like <laughs> people don't people don't see um like people didn't realize like racism was like so big of a problem and whatever and this is kind of like that like a lot of people who are go vegan are able to go vegan with ease that they, they don't realize that like you know the food industry is a problem and like this is obviously not to say that like everyone who's vegan doesn't understand the food industry but like i feel like a good majority of people who go vegan go vegan a because it's trendy or like you know like they don't they don't fully understand the um the entire like situation with the food industry and like how terrible it truly is no definitely and so like down the road if i were to become a vegan i would definitely speak up about that the food industry in general and how that needs to change and also all these different factors that go into people being able to have access to vegan foods and just healthy foods in general yeah but also meat meat just tastes good like and it's also like there's so many benefits from eating meat and like getting like protein but like meat is just like like yeah meat's good like you can find protein other places yeah but like it's not gonna be as good but like <laughs> like i don't know but yeah so essentially i guess that's us coming to the close of this episode um make sure that if you guys have any questions feel free to reach out to us check out our social media uh check out our instagram twitter and yeah lauren is there anything else no i think that's a great place to end so definitely come next wednesday and check out our third episode thanks guys bye guys